Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita, who's on the line. Good morning, Valacita. Grateful Deborah Evans. Good morning. Good morning, Grateful Deborah Evans. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. This is Pretty Patrice. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Pre. Happy Wednesday to you. Good morning, Valacita. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Miss B. Thank you, and happy Wednesday to you as well. Good morning, it's Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Valacita. It's Krishanda. God bless you. Good morning, Krishanda. Thank you, and good happy Wednesday to you. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Happy Wednesday to you, and God's got our back all the time. You are so right. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you, too. Thank you. You're so welcome. Good morning, Miss Leomia. Happy Wednesday. God bless you. Good morning, Mother. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Thank you. Good morning, Miss Diane. Good morning, Diane. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Going on, me. Okay. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita, who's on the line. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. God bless everyone on the call. This is Sister Lisa. Have a great day. Hey, hey. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Wednesday. Hey, hey. Thank <laughs> Good you. to hear you, Sam. Good morning. It's beloved Barb. Happy Wednesday. God bless everyone this morning. Thank you, beloved Barb, and happy Wednesday to you. Good morning. This is Juanita. Happy Good Wednesday. Morning. Good morning, Swanita. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Valacita. It's me, Mary. Good morning, me, Mary. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Salasita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Salasita. Who's on the line? 
Good morning, valuable. Good morning, declare victory. As we wait while we wait, because he is worth the wait Wednesday. Have a amen. blessed day. Thank you so much, and amen to that. And happy Wednesday to you, Michelle. Good morning. This is Annette. Everybody have a, a blessed day. Blessed Wednesday. Amen. Good morning, Danette, and thank you. Happy Wednesday to you. Good morning. This is Danielle. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Danielle. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Good morning. This is Janet. Good morning, Janet. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Can I ask for a prayer request, please? Yes. Okay, so um, the other day I asked for a prayer for a baby named Deshaun. Okay. Um, now, I would like to continue to pray for him because he's still fighting for his life. He's only three months old, um, and his father is now dealing with the consequences of the situation and is now um, facing court and jail time. And uh, just could you please pray for Deshaun Sr. and Deshaun Jr. and their whole family, please. I don't know their last name, so. Okay. I'm writing it all down now. Deshaun Jr. And and the baby's mother's name is uh, Cherish. Cherish? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so Deshaun Jr., is he still hospitalized? Yeah, he's still in the hospital. He um he's not um like really responsive. He can't like swallow some it's a lot a lot a lot of things. He's really in a bad position. Okay, and so just, we're gonna just be in agreement for complete healing and a full recovery yeah. for baby Deshaun Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for letting us know, Janet. Thank you. Good morning, baby. Good morning. Happy Wednesday to you, Didi. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper. That's what we have to remember. Ooh, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm lifting that baby and that dad and that family up. Jesus, Jesus. Yes, absolutely. Yes, he is a waymaker. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Hey, man. Good morning, everyone. Happy Wednesday. This is Kemper. Good morning, Kemper. Happy Wednesday to you. Hey, Kemper. (laughs) Valacita. Uh Valacita. For Janet, um, do you have the prayer request app? Um, I don't have the prayer request app. But um, I can try to find it. I didn't know you had that. Uh huh. So it's at you got two options. It's one, declarevictory.org. Okay. And declarevictory.blog. And then okay. once you, if you put it in there, we'll get it um, before every, all the way up until after six o'clock. But it just helps us to, you know, have accuracy, specific, and, you know, make sure that we have the prayer correct, um, the prayer request correct. Okay. I'm going to get on that right now, actually, because I know we have a lot of prayer requests from our church. 
Okay. And did you submit your um, request for deliverance for today for your family and whomever else? I have not, but I, I okay. would like to. Okay. So go ahead and log on there and put it in because we want to make sure that we get those as well. Sorry, Valacita. I just wanted to make sure she um, was aware of that. Oh, thank no. You. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. All right. Love you guys. Sorry. Thank you. Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones in mute, and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here in Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to continue calling in to join us for the month of April, where our monthly theme is entitled Mindset. The declares will focus on the importance of having the right mindset to follow Christ and execute out his will. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that declare victory fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declarevictory or through Cash App at dollar sign I Declare Victory Now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. We have uh, several uh, written prayer requests for deliverance, which we have noted in the system. So we'll be praying on those, especially today um, as we fast. And then we also have a spoken prayer request from Janet, and she's asking us to continue lifting up baby Deshaun Jr., who is still hospitalized. We also want to lift up his father, Deshaun Sr., as well as uh, Deshaun Jr.'s mom. Her name is Cherish. So let's lift them all up. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Gloria. Declaration will be brought by Dion. And then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the Declare. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Gloria. Declaration by Dion. And then closing comments hosted by the Declare. The scripture for today is from 1 Kings chapter 4, verse 29. Now God gave Solomon wisdom and very great discernment and breath of mind like the sand that is on the seashore. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Gloria. Have a blessed day. Good morning. 
Let's go before the throne of grace. Eternal, everlasting God, our Father. God, we bless you and magnify you. We thank you for this day, for this is the day that the Lord has made. And Father, we will rejoice and be glad in it. Our souls make their boast in you, the humble hear thereof, and are made glad. Father, we bless and magnify you and thank you for allowing us to wake up this morning with praise on our lips and thanksgiving in our heart, with a mind and a heart to worship and adore you, to worship and honor you, to worship and to draw near to you. So, Father, we don't take it lightly that you've allowed us to be here on this prayer line, God, but we come, Lord God, acknowledging that you are the holy God. You are everything that we need. We thank you, Father, for everybody that's on the line. I thank you for declare victory. I thank you for meeting all of our needs according to your riches and glory, which are by Christ Jesus the Lord. I thank you, Lord God, that you are the author and finisher of our faith, that it is in you, O God, that we move and dwell and have our being, that our soul makes their boast in you, Lord God. Father, I bless you, Lord God, for you being the author of marriages, that you, that which you join together, let no man put asunder. I thank you for families, Lord God. I ask you to bless every marriage that's represented on this line, and Lord God, even the marriage hopefuls, Lord God. I ask Father, that you be the one that's the third cord that joins them together, that their focus and, and desire would be to honor you, Lord God, and to honor the you in each other that they see, Lord God. Father God, that all things that we do will be done in decency and in order, Lord God, that your name will be magnified and your you be glorified, oh God. Father, I bless you for children and Lord God, for every uh, every relationship between mother and father and uh, sister, mother and daughter and father and son, Lord God, bring and bind families back together in the name of Jesus. God, you know every circumstance and every situation. There's nothing that's hidden from you, oh God. So we thank you, Lord God, that even as you know every single thing about us from before we were born, that before we were even formed in our mother's womb, Lord God, in the volume of your books, it is written of us, Lord God. So Holy Spirit, we say, have your way. Holy Spirit, lead and guide us in all truth. Holy Spirit, let our minds and our hearts be directed and set on you. Holy Spirit, let our minds, let us surrender ourselves to you, Lord God. Allow, Lord God, us to understand, Lord God, that we walk by faith and not by by sight. And it's the faith in who Jesus is and what Jesus has done for us, how he's given us free access into everything that you made for us and everything that you designed for us and how you've called us to be, that you have fully equipped us, oh God, to do and to be all that you made us to be. So Lord God, we bless you. Father, we thank you for Deshaun, Lord God, baby Deshaun, Lord God. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, that you are the author and the finisher of life. You give life, Lord God. And Father God, I ask you to bless Deshaun, Lord God. I ask you to heal his little body, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you, Jesus, that you've already told us that you were wounded for our transgressions. You were bruised for our our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon you, and by your stripes we are healed. So we declare your healing for Deshaun, Lord God. We declare your comfort and your strength, Lord God, for the family, Lord God, for his mother and father, Lord God, and for the extended family, Lord God. We ask you, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you would just have your way in the entire situation, oh God. Father God, bring help, send help, be help, Lord God. You, Lord God, are able to do it exceedingly abundantly above whatever things we ask, think, or imagine according to the power of your Holy Spirit that is at work in us. So we bless your name and declare healing for baby Deshaun. We declare healing for father Deshaun. We declare healing for uh, his mother, Lord God. 
Lord God, and all the extended family, Lord God. Father, you're able to take ugly situations, Lord God, a, a whole mess, Lord God, and give a message, Lord God, make a message for life. So, Lord God, we pray, Father, that even those that are on looking, Lord God, Father God, that are in the midst, Lord God, that they will come to understand that, that you are in absolute control and that somebody's life will be drawn closer to you, Lord God, that many people's lives will be drawn closer to you, Lord God, by the presence and the power of your Holy Spirit in the mix and moving, Lord God. Father, I thank you, Lord God, for every prayer request that was not spoken, Lord God, and even those for deliverance, Lord God, and healing, Lord God, that we lift up before you throughout this fast today, Lord God. Father, have your way. Bless that our minds will be stayed on you and consecrated to you today, God. Thank you, Lord God, for healing and deliverance in the name of Jesus, for it is the children's bread, and we are your children, God. Thank you, Lord God, that you said that your, your people, your sheep hear your voice, and another they will not obey father so we thank you for a spirit of obedience we thank you for a spirit of a surrender to you god and we thank you lord god that you lord god will get the glory honor and praise and us submitting ourselves to you today god so we bless you we honor you and we thank you for all things and as we prepare lord god to lift up in prayer and thanksgiving before you i ask the declarers to Take your phone off mute and give God his highest praise. Father, I bless you. My card out of Sunday. I thank you for dinner, God. I thank you for the anointing, Lord God. I thank you for the word that you've already anointed. Lord God, we pray for Thank you. 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 Thank you.
continue in worship or place your phones on you as we prepare to receive the word that the Lord has sent through Zion. God bless you. In the name of Jesus, Father, we give you praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Dion, the call is in your hands. Amen, amen, and amen again. Can you guys do me a favor? <clears throat> um, I don't I don't really do this often, but there is a sound, literally, that shifts heaven, and we didn't halfway get there this morning. If y'all would do me a favor, sorry, Shell, I hate to make you work this morning. I want you guys to do me a favor before we even go into this. I just need you to give one single thing in your mind that God has done for you. And then I want you to give him the equivalent via your mouth and your sound, your tone, and your gratitude. Can we just open our mouths just for about? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for everything. Thank you. 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 Thank you.
Thank you for waking me up this morning personally. 
God, but more importantly, thank thank you for another opportunity to speak well of you, to edify your great and majestic name, to give you glory simply because, God, you've been so faithful. My God, it's in the matchless name of Jesus we ask the Father. Amen. And God, I bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, good morning. God morning. Great morning and happy Wednesday. Y'all know it's my favorite little old day of the week. I absolutely adore each and every one of you. I thank God for an opportunity to open my mouth wide, to cry aloud and to spare not this morning. I'm grateful uh, for the, the breath in my lungs. I really, really am. And just thankful um, that, that God saw fit to give us action, uh, at potentially another 24 hours. Because listen, honey, it shifts quick around here. Y'all know it's wait while you wait Wednesday. It's the day that we have set aside uh, to push back our plates. Um, today is the day that I specified on Monday um, that my fast today will be dedicated to deliverance. It'll be dedicated to deliverance, not just for my family, uh, for my siblings, for my children, but also for each and every one of you that took the time to submit uh, your loved ones, your family, your friends, yourself um, on the prayer request app uh, with regard to deliverance for all of your specific reasons. We got all of your information. Um, and I thank you for uh, trusting the process. But more importantly, I thank you that uh, I believe by this time next year, hallelujah, <laughs> I don't know about y'all. Listen, I'm believing God to do a quick work in my bloodline. I'm believing God to do uh, some major shifting and transitioning simply because we have the audacity to ask. So for those of you that can and will, um, I'm doing straight water today. That's it. I'm on Quienes Agua Para Mi, all right? Um, and we'll be doing that from this morning until 5 p.m. Rochelle, please text me right before because y'all don't know how special I am when I get to working. Um, I get a little sidetracked and sometimes I just work right through the call. Um, yeah, so anyway... Um, again, I'm honored to be able to share. We've had such an amazing month. Um, God has, has been, um, gracious and kind to us. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, in has not just shown up, um, Daryl Belcher doesn't know that half of the declares wanted to quit after Friday. And if you didn't know, I hope you heard me this morning time, sir. <laughs> Nevertheless, uh, we we yet contend and continue in the faith uh, with God's objective, with God's idea, with God's vision in mind. I'm going to tweak the word uh, just a little bit. I had a really quick nap, <laughs> maybe about two, two and a half hours. But listen, I don't care about none of that. Today we're going to eat, all right? And so um, as I began to um, petition God for literally just what is it that you want to speak out loud um, through through this vessel? What is it that you want to share with your people today? And I don't know about anybody else, 
Um, Y'all know I'm going to tell the story because I can't help myself. Um, I remember being a little girl, probably about nine or ten years old. I got baptized at about nine years old at this, uh, and the church still exists. It's called Providence Missionary Baptist Church right around uh, the corner from where I used to live there on uh, 163 and 165 Marina Way. That was 14th Street, down the street from the 14th Street Park in good old Richmond. <laughs> and I remember being a little girl, and I kept trying to figure out, man, why do we keep doing this every single week? Week after week, we keep showing up here, child. And okay, I guess it's just what the family does. But I remember the, the Sunday that uh, I, I I almost could not prevent from getting up, being down the aisle. And I, I don't know if I felt pressure from my family. I don't know if I felt like it was just what I was supposed to do, but I can vividly see myself. I remember being dipped in the baptismal pool. I remember all of that. But um, now I'm going to say, I'm going to say some stuff that will probably make uh, some folks uncomfortable. <laughs> But it's just my truth, right? But then I remember all kinds of miscellaneous little things happening in the backgrounds and in the cut. My grandmother was a, a usher all my life. I don't, I don't remember her doing anything else. My grandmother was a woman of very few words. Um, she didn't say a whole bunch, especially in large crowds or large rooms. Um, she was very, very soft-spoken. But you always knew that she meant what she said, and even though she didn't say a whole bunch, she saw all of it, <laughs> right? So I, I guess that, that has much to do um, with with what I see, not really realizing that once upon a time, and we're still talking about mindset, I assure you, um, I didn't realize how, how far and wide and deep uh, bloodline things ran, of course, as a child. And so I'm, I'm at, at this reflective state of my life. I'm, I'm fully aware that uh, many of the giftings that I, I move in, um, I know my grandmother had, but being born in 1920 um, and being biracial, my grandmother was half Irish, half African-American, but my grandmother looked very much like a Caucasian woman. And so, um, you know, people treated her differently. You know, the era, the time was different. And, and I'm not talking about Caucasian people. I'm talking about us. I'm talking about we. So <clears throat> I remember overhearing, you know, conversations um, about how this one had treated her and how this one had treated her. Of course, she was an attractive woman, well put together. Um, had five or six dollars, owned her own home. Uh, and, and I remember her talking about how the church people would treat her. Um, and, and it wasn't always nice. And my grandmother had a way with people. She was very uh, good with people. But she wasn't super active in church, although she was an usher, right? She she was always going to show up. My grandmother was very dependable. Um, you could always rely 
on on her outcomes and what she did and how she moved. Uh, she was always very committed to any and everything that she did. She did it um, with excellence. But I would hear these background conversations. And then later on, you guys know I was a, a, a little bit of a pillar to post kid. And so uh, when I would live with my mother, depending on whether or not um, <laughs> she, she was changing churches, and my mom went to Providence as well, but then we ended up going to this little church called St. Luke on Ninth Street. And I'm still talking about that good old Richmond where uh, Pastor Green was the pastor. Pastor Green was extremely, extremely, extremely chauvinistic. I'm just, you know, this is reflective. Uh, but he raised and birthed so many sons. He taught so many men. Um the word of God and Pastor Green would get excited and slap his ear. <laughs> uh, Pastor Green had him a good old Jerry curl. And, you know, of course, now mind you, this is back to church, right? So back then I didn't really know the difference between like a Baptist fit. <laughs> you know, Baptist people, they holler and wail and fall out. But, you know, you slide to like independent holiness, which is the church that I chose um, as I became a teenager, because in my mind, I'm hearing all these background conversations. I'm seeing all these sideline interactions um, at church. And, you know, back in the day, especially when I was a teenager, I had a whole, whole bunch of hair. And my mother was um, what once upon a time, I now I know that that's a really not a good choice of words. So I'd say she was kind of highfalutin, right? We only shopped at, at Macy's and Capwell, so I thought I was raw. So all, all the little boys, I promise y'all I'm going to make this make sense, all the little boys used to be on my head because of my hair. My grandmother was a hairstylist. I say that all the time. But church, to me, um, I had questions, man. I, I was I was trying to understand. I was I was trying to get it. But I remember one Sunday, my Aunt Ruby, who just passed away, my Aunt Ruby uh, was singing, um, and he walks with me, and he talks with me, and he tells me I am his own. And I remember feelings that I had never felt before. I could feel um this this thing I didn't know as a kid what it was, but for the first time in my whole life, I could feel uh, what I had been doing habit, habit, and routine consistently for the first time in my life. Okay, go with me, go with me, and and I remember saying if I could feel them, and I'm you know now I got real questions now. What was that, and what was that about? Because growing up in Baptist church, you don't hear about the power of the Holy Spirit. Back then, I thought it got on you. This was my mindset. This was my perspective. Uh, this was my limited capacity and exposure to the reality of the truth of who God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost um, or Holy Spirit, whatever you want to refer to him as, um, I didn't really understand what they were. Even though I had been in church the entirety 
of my life from Baptist Training Union. I didn't know the denominational differences. I did not understand um, the variances in levels and degrees. And um, I knew nothing about the reality that Holy Spirit lived inside of me. Now, this is me feeling it. Probably about two, three years ago, I got an inbox message from some lady who I still, I can't even remember her name, who I still don't know who she is. And she went on and on and on and on and on about how that she had met me at St. Luke. And I asked her if she had ever asked Jesus in her heart. <laughs> and I said, did I? I didn't even know you needed it in your heart, honey. I just was showing up because my mom and them had said I had to go. <laughs> and sometimes because on Easter, I got Shirley Temple curls and they was banging. I really liked Easter Sunday because I got a basket and the new dress and my hair was cracking because my grandmother was a boss, right? I promise I'm going to give y'all some scripture in just a second. Fast forward to 24 years old. Um, I went to church because my girlfriend invited me, who is now a Hebrew Israelite. She kept telling me to come to this little old church. And I was like, girl, this is church, church is church. I'd been at this church and that church. I'd been at Tabernacle of David here in the city of Vallejo, super traditional Baptist church, hard down, you bet not speaking tongues. I mean, and if you get to trying to do a dance, you liable to get put out. But my God, don't you prophesy, or my God, don't you see in the spirit of none of that, because you've shown up a witch, talking about mindset. Here at this little church, and I tell this story all the time, I got introduced to the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. We're talking about mindset. First time um, that I would get up in the morning and have this, like, uh, thing where I knew I needed to pray when I got introduced to the Holy Spirit. I got baptized again at 24 years old, and I knew that something had transitioned in my mindset. <laughs> my eye gate had been open to something uh, tangible, something I could see, something I knew that I could feel that was different than what I had been exposed to pre-adventure. It was uh, a clarity that I had not had before. And then after I got introduced to Holy Spirit and the indwelling thereof, I then got exposed to the power of prayer, which further shifted my, not just my walk, but my hunger, my thirst. Word says, they who hunger and thirst for righteousness shall be filled. The reality is many of us. Uh, have been exposed to a level of, uh, I'll call it what, it what it really is, of being brainwashed into believing one thing or the next. And keep going with me. I promise I'm not sacrilegious. It's for lack of better words, um, we are 
a reflection of our experience and our exposure. But I knew that this, this time, things were different. I knew that this was not about uh, what my mother had said. And right before that, I had met uh, Marie's father probably a year prior, and he was uh, a devout Muslim, uh, but he was FOI, which is an even further perverted idea of who and what God is, his mindset debated uh, final calls and bean pies. Uh, he was the right-hand man to Farrakhan at the time. And it was the first time that I had really gone into, because I was, I was really just trying to find this God we talk about. I, I was trying to, to really get hold of, this is right before I got introduced to Holy Spirit, right before uh, I got baptized the second time, right before I walked into uh, learning the mechanics of prayer through the capacity that my dad had to teach me, right? So I, I was I was curious as to why he would stand outside on 3rd and Newcomb in a full-fledged suit with a whole bow tie on. Honey, that was slow to me from the gate. But he was 6'6", six, six, <laughs> near 300 pounds. And if you know me, honey child, listen, he's a very handsome man. So I was just open to listen to what he had to say because he was fine. That's just, let me just say what I'm going to say. And when he started to explain to me what they believed and how they believed, I was like, well, honey, that's dumb. I'm just confused. I, I don't, and so you were standing outside uh, with final calls and bean pies and a bow tie on for the sale of these, uh, I call them staple face, staple-based Facebooks, right? So, you know, they put their little pamphlet together. Um, and I'm not trying to be funny. This was really my, my thought process. I was like, I mean, if you got a whole Bible, y'all going to create something for us to believe? The same struggle that I had with Jehovah Witnesses, because I'm really, I'm trying to find it. My mindset, uh, I knew there had to be something more to this. If all these droves and droves of people will show up clearly, surely, uh, most certainly we didn't just, some of them said, I, that I can't imagine that making sense. I can't imagine that that would be the only reason we show up. I promise you I'm going to take y'all somewhere. And then as I started to really walk in this thing, and I, I started to grow in it, and of course at 24 years old, 24, 25, I'm still uh, working with Snoop and Too Short and 40 and <laughs> Be Legit and Scarface. I'm working with all of these um, major rap cats. And at the time, um, the enemy was, he was doing his best to suck me in. I promise y'all, if y'all knew <laughs> the extent of uh, the trouble that he went through um, to attempt to get me, and I mean get me, um, I'm, I'm grateful today because there was something in my mind that uh, I, I would be places and uh, in, in situations Holy Spirit would say, nope, you can't do that. They can do whatever they want to. But you, you have a seat, child. You'll be the one outside kicking poles and sliding down walls. Now, you you can't get high like that. Go get in your car. Right? So we, we're still talking about mindset. Um, 
I, I wanted to understand in such a way, if, if you know anything about just my thought process, it has to make sense. You can't just tell me, nope, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not going there. I don't believe you proved it. I need to understand. I cannot, my, my mind, my thoughts, um, how I identify things, I need to be clear. Now, it doesn't necessarily um, always have to be logical because the truth is faith is not logical to the natural mind. And in order for you to be able to embrace faith, in order for you to be able to come out of tradition and religion, you have to have a mind shift, right? So for many years, I was religious, which means I showed up every week because it was a routine, because it was a ritual, because it was a tradition, because it was a family custom, because it was deemed that you were a good person if you showed up at church. We're still talking about mindset. We're still talking about perspective. We're still talking about the capacity to change a pattern or a path that had been chosen in the past that has carried you into the present, right? There is a process that happens in each and every one of us. When you understand, number one, how much God loves you, how vehement, how adamant, how consistently he loves us, and how well he does it. I say quite frequently, people that are loved well grow fast. I'm often questioned about how I approach um, the truth of the gospel, um, how I have the capacity to not just talk about Jesus, uh, to not just preach Jesus and him crucified, which is straight facts, but have the capacity at this stage in my life to walk people through a process. So I tell you guys all the time, um, for those of you that have been on the line for a, a long time, for the next two years, uh, perhaps maybe three, every day at 5.30 in the morning, I would get up and I would drive to West Oakland and meet my dad at what we call the Institute at that time. Um, as he taught me how to pray, and then we would leave prayer five days a week, Monday through Friday. And he would, I would bring my Bible and he would bring his to the degree that uh, church people, uh, my grandmother, my mom, when, when we first started going to breakfast, when we first started spending a lot of time together, they would tell me, you better be uh, careful of that man. You better watch that man. I did not understand that. I didn't. I didn't get what uh, they meant. And I was like, "What? Why'd you say that?" Then I kept living, <laughs> right? But my daddy was none of that. He hand fed me the Word of God, right? But he didn't just do it for me. He did it for whoever wanted it. You could get this word. You could get this work. His mindset was that he would spend uh, as much time as I needed to understand the word of God. 
And then we would talk on the phone for hours. He would tell me how wonderful I was, how wonderful I had been from the foundation of the earth. And it made me want God more. But what I also realized, I'm still talking about mindset, and I promise I'm going to give you some scripture context in just a moment, but go with me. What he did was he fathered me. It was something that I had not ever had. I hadn't been exposed to um, a love that was not perverted. I had not been exposed to um, the interjection of a man with a strong hand and a heart and a passion for kingdom and kingdom building. I hadn't been exposed to somebody that had the patience, the kindness, the gentleness, the tenderness, and the soundness in doctrine to be able to teach me about the power of the Holy Spirit and the transformation that takes place once you are subdued by him. Once you surrender to that vehement, adamant, promiscuous love that we are exposed to when we come into the knowledge of Christ and we come into the authentic understanding of his children, not servants and slaves. We're talking about mindset. We're talking about perspective. Uh, my daddy was so kind and so gracious uh, that I would, uh, I, I looked for opportunities to serve him because of how much my life had changed. The gratitude that I had uh, to be a blessing to him uh, became vast, became great because I knew that what he was teaching me was not just saving my life. He was changing my mind. With every word that was said through all the things that I had been through, all the things that I had experienced and all the exposure uh, that I had had to tradition and to religion uh, and to church as an organization, not an organism, uh, were, were dismantled and then he rearmed me with the truth of a relationship. He empowered me to um, take every limit off. He enthroned God in my heart through his words. He put God back in his rightful place, and it began to alter how I processed my information, uh, my desire to uh, let people have it. And listen, it took some years to dismantle that I have to protect myself thinking. It took me years to undo and untangle uh, all of the, the deception that I had experienced at the hand of uh, unsubmitted preachers. Now listen, and I'm talking about what I'm talking about, right? I, I did not realize at the time what it was doing was shaping my mind for ministry, for me to be able to see uh, red flags and situations uh, so that no little girl no little boy ever looks at Sunday morning uh, as a, a torture or torment or part of the process or a, a thing that they just got to do because mama said. <laughs> right, it gave me um, the inclination when uh, you know that there is uh, Deacon Johnny that is out of pocket. Um, yup, and, and maybe out of pocket and pastor so-and-so and he'd be out of line. Uh, that'll kiss you with the inside part of his lip. We're still talking about mindset. I need y'all to hear me, right? There, there are so many things that happen in our experience from people that have nothing to do with God. 
until your perspective about who God is to you changes, until you move past whatever your childhood experiences were as it relates to exposure, because for some of us, in our mind, God is an ogre and we're going to hell uh, at every waking moment. For others of us, uh, we still operate from the sense of the slave or the pauper mentality. We are still standing on the outer courts uh, waiting for the invitation uh, that was extended the day you said yes to him. For others of us, our walk, our talk, our behavior has become so stale and stagnant and uh, that nobody really even knows that you are a believer. And if, uh, in fact, they have had a glimpse of you potentially having some type of relationship with the idea of God, um, it is uh, has a bend in it. All right, so so let me go let me go to this word because <laughs> I wanted I wanted to all uh, make sense to you. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take you first to Psalms 103. Psalms 103. And I'm going to start. Um, let me let me start at 12. I'm going to start at 12. Wait, 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 wait. No, I'm going to just start at one. Let me let me do that. All right. Praise the Lord, my soul, all my most innermost being. Praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, O oh my soul. Hallelujah. And forget not his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desire with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagle's. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious and slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us, listen, listen, as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great glory to God is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. 13, as a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him, for he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust, the life of mortals is like grass. They flourish like the flower of the field. The wind blows over it and it and it is gone and its place remembered no more. But from <laughs> to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those that fear him and his righteousness with their children's children. I'm going to stop right there. Um, until uh, mm, let me say this before, let me preface it. 
I can only be to the people that I'm assigned to what they see me as. I'm going to let you sit in that for a minute. You can only be to the people you are assigned to what they see you as. To my children, I am mother. To my friends or sisters, I am family. To my siblings, I am first blood, second family. How we interact is based on how people perceive us. It is their mindset towards us. It is their thought process concerning us. It is their capacity related to how we present when we show up. When you start to understand the magnitude of love as a father that God has for you, um, it changes your approach. When that relationship becomes tangibly tangible to you, um, things about how you move, how you see, how you experience, how you um, expect things to show up start to shift. But it's all based on how you see him, right, on how you experience him on the quality of the relationship that you build with him. It's all contingent upon your gates or your days, how you view that relationship. See, there, there are certain relationships um, that I have to set boundaries with because I, I need you to see me as I am. We are not friends. We are not peers. There are certain uh, uh perimeters that need to be put in place in, in an effort to establish a certain hard line in the sand, but with the Father. Uh, and as my Father loved me, he showed me what it looked like for a father to love a child and um, all those stories about how God was going to send us to hell if I didn't do this, if I didn't do that. I don't want to love you because of that. I want my reverence to be pure. I want my reverence to be sure. I want my reverence to be predicated on a reciprocity that, my God, I don't even have the capacity to give it back the way you give it. I want to live attempting to outlove you, God. That's what my dad gave me. That, that's my approach with people because when you're loved well, see, he loved me. Well, man, all the broken pieces. I never had a man just tell me how beautiful and wonderful and fabulous I was via the word of God. <laughs> look, 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 look what he say about you, daughter. <laughs> I, I couldn't, I couldn't grasp uh, for the longest with my low self-esteem, with my brokenness and that spirit of worthlessness that had held me hostage and about choked me out, uh, that my value was in things and money and opportunities and people and places. But then I found the heart of the Father and everything shifted. My mind began to look at, out of a brighter lens. I started to see things from, uh, as Grandma would call it, them rose-colored glasses. My understanding started to be expanded 
expanded and expounded upon. I always knew that there was something about this God. I didn't know that I couldn't live without him. I didn't understand that uh, at 30 and 40, that he, he would become the love of my life. I never knew that it would be my responsibility to convey him without saying a word. I never realized that I was authoritative in my stance as a daughter and I could approach the throne of grace with power and promptness that I could pull on the horns of the altar with an expectation that he would answer as my father. Not the ogre that I had been introduced to or the pervert uh, in the back room that caught me when I was coming out the bathroom or the church mother that told me, I'll be glad when you get it together. Shut up. That's why your eyelashes leaning, meanie. I vowed never to be any of those things. I promised that when I introduced God that somebody's mind would be changed about how vicious his love is. And it's been my plight every day of my life since I promised I'd say yes. And I've done everything right? Absolutely not. Do I do everything right today? If this wasn't a prayer call, I'd say something. No ma'am, no ham, no turkey, and no spam. But I promise that I know today my mind is persuaded. I'm convicted. It's my conviction. I'm sure and concise that he is not just my God. He is my daddy. He longs to bless me, and there are benefits to relationship with him. He desires that I would consistently chase hard and fast after him. He gives me hind feet to tread in high places where the air is thin. He gives me the uh, gumption to walk in a room and expect that it shifts because I walk into a room with all heaven uh, in my uh, footsteps. I have the ability to walk into places. This is me making a boast in him because Dion with her raggedy self, hell, but for grace, but for his love and covering, I would be nothing. But isn't it good to know that we have a father, not just our God, y'all. And until we change who we see him as to us, in our mind, until that thing in your heart shifts from religion to relationship, you're going to always view the law, tell people what they can and can't do. That ain't none of your business. That's why we have the Holy Ghost. It doesn't get on you. He lives in you, through you. Keep telling people about their sin and what they, how they mishandled this. Honey, you shut up. What about if you pray for them? What about if you introduce them to Jesus and him crucified? What about if you tell the story of how the Holy Ghost changed your life? Church mother, now that you got a dress on down to the floor and don't nobody want you anyway. I don't mean no harm. Ain't nobody looked at you in years. Don't don't t- don't tell me how to do this, right? It, let's not become what marred us in that we ended up back on the potter's wheel over and over. Now, don't get it wrong. He can do it as many times as he needs to. But please, ma'am, please, sir, 
Don't become what what got you posting hashtag church hurt. Mindset. Church didn't hurt you. The process is very individual. And until you see God in his original state as father, until you see him from a place of redemption, understanding and knowing that you've been bought with a price, that you've been purchased, that his blood shed on the cross, that it was all added up in the equation. It was already considered in your numbers until you get that you don't have to clean yourself up for him to change your life. Ask me how I know. I came to him broken and wounded. Uh, Come unto me, all that are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He gave me rest for my raggedy soul, y'all. And then uh, he drew me with loving kindness have I drawn thee. (laughs) It wasn't the boogeyman approach that helped me. It wasn't uh, showing up at church Sunday after Sunday that helped me. It was my closet. It was my knees. It was that bedroom and his pool and his divine and infinite love that kept on dragging me in closer and closer and closer and closer. And the more I came in, the more I could see him in me. And the more I could see him in me, the more I wanted to. The cleaner up I got via the Holy Spirit, the more I wanted to wash my hands. The more I wanted to wash my hands, the greater my conviction became about being a demonstration and not convicting you because you still stuck. That's a decision. It's a mindset. It's a mentality. I want to love him back. I desire his presence. I love it when he gets to move through me because I'm not ashamed or full of guilt because of I just got up out of so-and-so bed. Now, listen, there was a time I direct the choir with an eighth of weed in my pocket. There was a time, listen, that. Keep my chin to my chest because it could have gone another way. But he changed my mind about how I see him. I don't care what my children do. I don't care how much they get on every single nerve I got. When they come and say, Mama, can I? Mama. Will you, listen, I'm going to find a way. How much more does your father love you who's in heaven, who sent you on a specific assignment? How much more would he prefer that you fulfill it? Don't stay out of relationship because you had a bad experience. Learn how to recreate them. Learn how to change the narrative. Move from that mindset to a new perspective in an effort to fulfill your original intent and purpose without the perversion that men attempted to place on you. I pray that something that I said was transparent enough for you to hear my heart. I pray that something that I said fuels you in the direction of the Father's heart. I pray that something that I said transitions you from that place of sloth and stagnation where you are no longer reaching but Sunday or Saturday, whichever day you honor the Father, how you see him. I pray that something shifts in your thought process to his great love for you 
instead of the great obligation that you feel because it's a routine, a tradition, or because it's just your religion. I pray that it becomes so much more than your religion. I pray that your mindset shift to relationship. Amen. There may be somebody that joined the call a little bit late, didn't have an opportunity to say good morning. Here is your shot. Shoot your shot, man. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Sylvia, good morning. Good morning, it's Sunshine. Hi, Sunshine. Good morning, this is Brandy. Hey, Brandy, good morning, darling. Good morning, it's Denise. Hey, Denise, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Good morning. Tracy, I'm taking on you early, early this morning. I love you. Good morning, I love Patsy. You. Hi, Patsy. Good morning. It's Krishanda. God bless you. Hey, Sunflower. Good, Good morning. morning. It's Liberty, peace, and blessings. Hey, Liberty, peace, and blessings right back at you. Good morning. Good morning. Go ahead. Good, mor- good, good morning. morning. Hey, good morning. <laughs> good morning. This is Prosperous Pam. I want to wish my um, uh, late father a happy heavenly birthday, April 19th, and wonderful word this morning. Amen. And uh, happy heavenly birthday to your dad. And happy birthday to you, uh, D-girl. <laughs> Good morning, Deanna. It's Diane. Hey, Lady Di. Hey, Jubilant. Hey, Jubilant. Good morning, Deanna. It's Miss B. Excellent. Hi, Word. <laughs> Amen. Good morning. Good morning. It's Moxie. Hey, sister. Good morning. Hey, Mox. Tap in. Good morning. This is Latoya. Hey, Toya. Good morning. Yo, 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 yo. What? What? No, no, no. no thing for the men. No, no, no extra thing for the men. What's I'm, up? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was just moving fast, boss. I'm. I'm sorry, bro. Good, good morning. Right, Scott. I, I didn't even get finished. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Anybody else want to say good morning? Good morning, Saints. This is Leisha. Hey, Leisha. Good morning. Great morning. Great morning. Anybody have any questions, comments, commentary, anything this morning? Y'all know I I hang back in my office. Hey, it's Tanya. Good good morning. Um, Oh, you walked heavy this morning. Um, I just um, feel, I felt a little overwhelmed for, people that may be on the call that experience some of the things that you talked about as children, maybe even as young adults. And I just want to encourage you 
I just want to encourage you and let you know how much God loves you, whoever you may be, and that this series, particularly this word today, is the balm necessary to those wounds that have been covered and masked. Um, yeah, my, my heart just goes out for you. And um, I'm praying that that you will change your mind, that you'll begin the process of changing your mind about your experience. Amen. Yeah, that's it. Amen. Um, go ahead. I'm sorry. Somebody was about to say something. Um, for for those of you um that that may feel overwhelmed, because I know I said some stuff, um, and I'm sure that um there were moments that were not just relatable. Um, but perhaps um, and even potentially how um, you have or had um, or may still be working through the process um, of of offense. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Deacon Valley. Amen. Amen. Yeah. It, it's a thing. Uh-huh. Hold on one second. Let's get an okay. order real quick. Um, let's, um, um, let's, let's give an order. Who all had something to say? Didi? Just so I, I know it was Didi. Who else? It may have just been a man. Cause, cause it, I, I know I said a lot and I know it's relatable. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, sis. Oh, I'm sorry. My phone, my, um, you know, the no, smartphone no. ain't so smart. It keeps going in and out. <laughs> it's, it's all right. Smartphone is a little slow. All right, D. so so nobody's going to say anything. Go ahead, sis. So thank you, man, because, you know, Richmond people growing up, CME, hallelujah, the hymnals, and then being able to go to independent, because that's where I feel like I got free, too. Oh, my God, the mindset. But the, you said so much, but what what keeps hitting me is that assignment thing. Those who you said, you said you, who you're assigned to. Can you repeat that that one little piece? Because that's what I'm dealing with right now. Because it just seems like I'm crazy and nobody's understanding who I am becoming. So I'm just trying to get, and I know it's okay, but it's just, a, it's a shift. So can you say that you remember, you probably remember what you said, huh? I was going to say, girl, I now know you playing. <laughs> I wrote you it down. I know you said something about those who you are assigned to, like you're assigned to who you're assigned to. So I get that part. It doesn't make sense for other people to get your, your the way you, you know, the way you approach things. And even like some people to you might think you come off harsh, but they don't really know that's part of the assignment if you're, if they're assigned to you. Does that make sense? I get it. I get it. I'm rambling because I have too much pine salt in my nostril. <laughs> So, I mean, the reality is you, you only call to who you call to. Those people hear you different. And that, that is what that is. And that it's not a it's not a right, it's not a wrong, it's not a good, it's not a bad, it just is. It is what it is. Amen. 
Amen. Anybody else? All right. So if, if there are no questions, no comments. No comments. Oh. Hi. No, I was busy over here. Um, um, great, great share. I I think for the most part, when I sit here and think about um, the lessons that I've learned sitting in church, but the most uh, ones that was more authentic and priceless was the ones that I was able to watch that were authentic, mm. that taught me um, what grace looks like, what the peace of mm. God looks like. I tell you, my grandfather was one of the most humblest men. I know he wouldn't say much. He stayed in his word. He will fall asleep in his word. He will wake up, eat, go back, sit in that chair, get back in that word. Yeah, he had a life, but at the same time, just watching him for the love of the of the word and how his whole um, life was, as you as you as you said, the reciprocity of what. God has done and his plan, that right there never leaves in my mind. He may not be here, but just him as an example of being a servant all the Mm -hmm. time is the one thing I would say, honestly, that kept me looking for more. Growing up Mm -hmm. from church to church, but I knew that there was something why does he love this book? Why does he talk about this man? Why does he talk? What is it? And I think that's what keeps me driving because of the peace. And I believe that that's my inheritance is the peace. Love you, sis. Thank you, sis, so much. Amen. Good stuff. Good stuff. Hey, it's Krishanda. Absolutely. Loved your declaration. Some of the old things uh, we don't want to remember or we can throw away. And then what is it? Um, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Um, but I love that you reminded us of the song that I'm going to carry with me today. Because, of course, songs stick out. I got a song for everything. But um, he walks with me and he talks with me and he calls me his own. God bless you. Love it. It's going to be with me all day. Amen. Amen, honey. And she's leaning back on that organ like nobody's business. <laughs> Amen. Anybody else? Good morning. This is Sister Stephanie. Good morning. Um, I just really had to. Um, I just really listened um, intently to every word that you were saying. And it hit me um, somewhere deep in my spirit. And I just want to say that the words can't really come out right now. But I just need you to know that um, I listen as only the the dying can. Just something in my spirit that um, is searching right now. Because when when my grandma, when I was a little girl, my grandmother followed. She went to church. She was obedient. She was in a word. She set an example. She showed me how. She took me to church. She prayed. She kneeled. She humbled herself. 
she was a meek, loving woman, but she was abused. When I got married, I wanted to be like her. I wanted to do the things that she did, but something in my spirit told me that I didn't have to settle for less. But I also know that God allows us to do and to be the way that he would have us to be. But in my spirit, I know that I am all that he wants me to be each and every day, just day by day, minute by minute. And my soul searches, yearns for his love just to do what he wants me to do in this moment. And I don't make a promise that I can't keep. So just for today, I'm doing the best that I can to be all that he has thrown me up to be. But I just thank you so much for sharing your experience and your truth. Thank you. Amen. Very good. And thank you. Um, and, yeah, it's a, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. It's necessary. It's necessary because your search, the, the Bible says, work out your own soul salvation. The seek has to be personal. It has to be individual. Pastor. Yes, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Can you sing us a song? Say it again. Can you sing us a song? <laughs> yeah, look, look, one day when I'm not when I'm not on two hours of sleep, if I if I sing a whole song for real right now, y'all liable to put me out of the hole to clear victory. <laughs> you have a beautiful voice. Well, thank you, Cynthia. I appreciate you, babe. Thank you very much. I got you, though, CJ. Okay. <laughs> Heck of funny. Anybody else? Good morning, Dion. This is 20 Dan. I just want to thank you for your decoration this morning. Um, I just wanted you to know that I love you, and I'm so grateful for declaring victory in this line. So just thank you um, for everything. Amen. I love you too, sis. I appreciate you. I appreciate you a bunch. Oh, yeah. Good morning, Pastor Dion. I loved um, you sharing about your experience with your father and this being my um, earthly father's this heavenly birthday today. Um, I just always, I love to give honor to him and I'm just so thankful that I did have a um, father like him um, who was just always there. He didn't talk that much, but he was just, I was always with him. His little, you know, he, I was one of four children, but, um, you know, I just, I just love and honor him so much and so thankful. And you're right. When people, when you're loved well like that, you know, you also hold things to a different standard, others, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just thank God for him. And I thank God for you. I'm thankful for the relationship that you um, had with your father and how he brought you, you know, taught you more and more about, you know, the word of God. And um, I just pray everyone has a blessed day today. That's all. Amen. Amen. Very good. Thank you for sharing. Good morning, Dion. This is uh, Danette. Um, Thank you for your transparency this morning about um, how you were raised and what you experienced when you were um, growing up. I'm, I'm too, you know, as you know, a Richmond native as well. And I, 
you know, experience some of those similar things, maybe differently, but, you know, similar. Um, and you really touched me this morning. Like, you touched me before, but I, I don't know if it's because you're so transparent and so relatable and you, you're so real that, you know, it it makes me want to share and open up even more, maybe not right now, but, you know, in the near future. But I, I really appreciate you, the this line, like it's really gotten me through some things and um, it's still getting me through things. And that's pretty much it. I don't have a whole lot to say. Just thank you for your transparency. Amen. Thank you for sharing, Danette. I appreciate it. And I don't know how to do it any other way uh, than, than how I do it. I just, it, it is what it is. I feel it's different. Amen. Very good. Thank you, Jeanette. I appreciate that, babe. Anybody else? Well, to God be the glory uh, for the things that he consistently does. Uh, Again, we are fasting today. Um, Make sure that you take some time today. And you really consider who God is to you. Um, are you are you still considering yourself slave? Now we have servant uh, posture, servant heart as His children. So don't uh, make sure you don't cap yourself off from from real and right relationship with Him as Father. It makes a really big difference uh, when you change how you see him um, as it relates to you. It is responsibility to, um, and and I'm going to suggest this, for each and every person under the sound of my voice, take the time to get to know him as father and allow him to love you well. Take off the experience and the exposure and go into a different location and that's called relationship. And my prayer for you is that you begin to pray the prayer that you would have the capacity to receive his love because that's the only difference, guys. That you would begin to position yourself to be loved better, but more importantly, to be loved well. He desires love each and every one of us in all of our broken places with all of our icky exposures it is his desire to love us well so don't be afraid um, to move past the history to walk in to destiny there's far more waiting for you and Mm -hmm. all it is it's a decision it's a mindset um, to be able to appreciate Um, to be able to engage in relationship with him as father. So that's my prayer for y'all today. Um, Just keep going. Keep going, I promise you. Um, It doesn't always get easier, but I promise you uh, it does get better and you find peace in the process. And if you leave with nothing else but the peace to endure, the peace to go through, the peace to trust this process, I assure you, Um, it begins to make the greatest difference in the world. So that being said, listen, I love you all. Um, I pray God's choice blessing over your life. 
and um, I'm expecting some supernatural uh, shifts as we go through this fast on today um, for your family and mine, okay? All right, guys, all minds clear. I will hear you right back here at 5 p.m. today. I love you, but I promise, I assure you, I'm certain that God loves you the most. For those who yep. got on late, um, if they still want to submit um, their prayer request uh, to the declare.victory.org. Thank you, Bill. All right, guys. Talk to you later. Have a great, great day. Have a good day. Have a great day, everyone. Have a great day, everyone.